I remember the day Jim Cochran walked into my office and said, Alex, we have to obsessively eat our own dog food. I had no clue what he was talking about. I'm Alex Sharfman, and this is the Momentum Podcast, made for empire builders, game changers, trailblazers, shot takers, record breakers, world makers, and creators of all kinds. Those among us who can't turn it off and don't know why anyone would want to. We challenge complacency, destroy apathy, and we are obsessed with creating momentum so we can roll over bureaucracy and make our greatest contribution. Sure, we pay attention to their rules, but only so that we can bend them, break them, then rewrite them around our own will. We don't accept our destiny. We define it. We don't understand defeat because you only lose if you stop and we don't know how. While the rest of the world strives for average and clings desperately to the status quo, we are the minority, the few, who are willing to hallucinate there could be a better future. And instead of just daydreaming of what could be, we endure the vulnerability and exposure it takes to make it real. We are the evolutionary hunters, clearly the most important people in the world, because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution, and we always will be. The concept of eating your own dog food was shared with me by Jim Cochran when my company was going through a time where we were hiring a ton of people really fast, and he came to me and wanted to make sure that everything we coached, everything we shared with people, what I said on the outside was what the company was doing on the inside, and the way he explained to me, explained it to me was, uh, eat your own dog food, and I remember asking him, Jim, why would it be dog food? Like, why would we have to eat our own dog food? He said, I don't know, but that's what this means. It means that we need to do everything on the that we say on the outside, on the inside. We have to be a congruent company. We have to use what we sell. We have to actually apply everything that we sell to other people. And I remember thinking he's absolutely right. We have to be obsessive about this. You know, and and in my company, we are. You know, we sell the Momentum Planner. My entire team uses a Momentum Planner. Everyone on my team has been through our content. They use our planners. They use our planning systems. They use our forward-looking strategic systems to plan their personal lives, to plan their business around, the, 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 to plan the business with us, to plan their productivity within the company. And so we apply everything that I share to our organization in an obsession, obsess, <laughs> obsessive fashion because we want to make sure that we are always the example of our content. It's so challenging when you run into a business where they don't actually use their own product. I read this really interesting article this week that the American Airlines CEO has recently flown on one of their new Dreamliner planes. And for those of you who don't travel much, here's what that plane is like. It is um, completely new and it looks modern and it has much more overhead space, but the seats are ridiculous. Even first class feels really tight. I'm six foot two. So for me, normally flying first class, um, which is something that I've done for years, uh, that is that that's enough of an upgrade where I don't feel completely cramped. But on the new American Airlines plane, even first class feels small and coach is just painful. And and somehow the seats look padded, but they've done something to them that no matter how you sit, it's almost like you're just getting kidney punched the whole time. When you get up, everything hurts. And it's not just me complaining. 
the whole world's complaining about this product that they're putting out, this new plane, where they've made the conscious decision to just jam a whole bunch more seats, but not with any major change in how like you experience the product. So it's just made it tons worse. And the complaints have come pouring in. And it's interesting. The article was about the fact that the CEO had finally flown in one of the planes and flown in coach. So that surprised me. I, I, my first thought was, you mean there wasn't a mock-up that the executive team tried to say, hey, is this a good product we're putting out there? There wasn't a, a you know first flight where the, the executives who run the company came down and actually got hands on the product to understand what was going on. And it just blows me away that that it's the product's been out there. It went through research and development. It was created. It was built. It was put into production. It was put on, you know, or sorry, it was put into um, use. And and the executive team of the company doesn't use the product. They didn't try it. They didn't do it in in advance. They didn't have a you know statement, a way to defend the product. And when he flew in it, they got a quote from him. And I can't, I don't remember everything about the quote, but he said something about how. Um, it was a similar experience to other airlines. I'm paraphrasing. Similar experience to other airlines. It had great overhead space, and the crew was really nice. And he used the word nice twice, and he, didn't, he did not comment on the seats or how uncomfortable it was or how it felt. And that just shows you that that company – well, first, airlines, like it's a terrible comparison because airlines are all so bad. It's like a race to the bottom with airlines. Like that's – that didn't – I mean it's – it's not going to affect American Airlines that we found out that he didn't use his product. That's just how all airlines are. It's weird. But if we look at, if you think about that, doesn't it make sense now when you get into a product and it's terrible that if the CEO never tried it, once I think in the case of American Airlines, I think they're making the conscious decision to be as bad as they can get away with. Because that's what I mean by airlines. The airlines are really as bad as they can get away with. And to their credit, American Airlines, I've flown them for years, and they do have some of the nicest flight attendants, and they're better than most airlines when it comes to the flight attendants. That I used to be American Platinum preferred, but the new plane is painful, and it's just brutal, and so they're not eating their own dog food, and so here's something for you to think about. If you're a coach, a consultant, a thought leader, a speaker of any kind, are you sharing anything with anyone that you're not actually doing? Because if you are, then I challenge you why. Um, I lost respect for a major speaker immediately one time. We actually spoke together up at an event for EO at MIT. And he was the opening speaker, and I spoke after him. And he got up in front of the room, and he said, I'm going to show you how to build a one-year strategic plan. And I was instantly interested because I focus a lot on strategic planning. It's something that I've done as a consultant since I was 21. I used to be involved in all different levels of strategic planning. And he said, I'm going to show you a way to, to build a one-year strategic plan um, and then kind of almost – out of the side of his mouth, he said, now, this isn't the way that I run my company. I, I run my company differently, but I'm going to show you how to run your company. And immediately, I thought, I don't really want to hear this because if he doesn't use it, then it's not battle tested. He may be using it with other clients. He may see tons of people trying to use it. The only way you really know if something's working is if you're putting it in place and doing it yourself. And I think there's far too many coaches and consultants that are out there that aren't actually doing what they say they should do or what they, what they tell other people they should do. 
you know, I, I also am challenged by uh, another coach that I know who focuses on teaching people team building, but doesn't have a team and doesn't really use his own products because how can you be all about team building, but then not build a team? And it's weird to me that someone who understands how to build teams doesn't because that's where your productivity comes from. If you're a single entrepreneur and you know how to build a team, then you also know that when you don't have a team, you are the most exposed you can ever be. You know, people sometimes say, well, maybe he just doesn't want a big business. Well, wait a second. If you know how to build teams, then you build a safe business. You build a protected business. You put people in the right places. So if something happens to you, you continue to make income. You continue to have revenue. You put a team around you so that you can do more, so that you can create more, so you can contribute more and be more. And if you know how to build teams, then you know that it is the easier way to run a business, not the harder way. And so anyone who knows how to build teams and doesn't build a team is suspect to me. And I don't think they're eating their own dog food. And I think that's where people get in trouble with coaches. Because coaches, consultants, if if you're not using their if they're not using their product, if they're not doing what they recommend other people to do, then I have news for you, they're dangerous. They're dangerous, they're experimenting with you with something that isn't proven enough, enough that they put it in their life. You know, in, in my business, there's a reason why I coach such a range of things. It's because I've put a range of things in my life that I know make entrepreneurs better. I've observed it, I've used it myself, I've shared it with beta testers, I've had them give me feedback, we've used the feedback to make it an even more improved uh, product or model or effect, and that's why we have a dramatic effect with our clients, because the products that we share are real, our entire team uses them. There's a congruency to them, and there's a, a, that, every person who uses them feels because we're using them as a team on a daily basis. So my question to anyone who is putting a product out into the market, especially if you're involved in the brand is, if you don't use your product, why should I? And so I think every entrepreneur needs to follow Jim Cochran's advice and eat their own dog food. So if you have a product in the market, if you're if you have even if it's a product that you're selling a retail product, you should be using your product. You should be the example of product use. You should be the person that's never seen without your product. You should be the person who's doing exactly what you talk about that other people should do. And when you do all of those things, here's this thing that happens. You energetically align to your avatar. And you start attracting those people to you and it's almost magnetic. I can tell you that's exactly how it's happened for me is we use all of our own stuff. I use it, my wife uses it, our kids are now starting to use it so that we understand what it's like for kids to use our planning systems. Um, our team uses it as a team. Our team uses it individually in their lives. Again, that's how we know that it's gonna have a dramatic effect on you. So if you're a coach, a consultant, an expert, and you aren't using your stuff, I've got news for you. They know. Eventually, they feel it. Eventually, that's why they pull away. Eventually, that's why you lose the people that you really wanted to keep. And that's why you're having trouble getting the effect you want. Start coaching in a way, working in a way where you can coach exactly what you know because you use it yourself and you will see everything that you're doing shift. 
you will see people who you want to work with show up for you more than you thought they would. You will have the right people in the right place so that you can do exactly what you're meant to do to help them, to coach them, to move them forward. But if you're in a place where you're coaching something you're not applying, you're a liability and a challenge for anybody who's working with you. If you feel like you're in one of these relationships with a coach and you'd like to have a conversation with us, we have products for entrepreneurs at every level. If you go to billionairecode.com, um, you can fill out a quick survey and uh, if you want to book a call with a member of my team and we will give you the options we have available. If you're ready to grow, if you're ready to build the team around you or grow the team that you have, if your business is already up and running and you're doing well and you know there's an opportunity there, you know there's more there, you know you could be doing more, delivering more, achieving more if you just had a team around you that was helping you along the way and you understood how to communicate with them effectively and you knew how to drive forward, then go to billionairecode.com. Don't wait. Let us help you at least sign up for a momentum session, um, a quick call with a member of my team. They'll answer questions for you and you'll understand how we can help you move forward. Billionairecode.com.